This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. Welcome back to Vision Australia Radio here on Vision Sports. Matt Lee with you, and joining us now, we have one of Australia tennis's greats, Alicia Molly. Good morning to you, Alicia. Good morning to you, and thank you for having me on. It's um, yeah, it's an amazing day here. I'm actually the Australian Open. It's another brilliant day on site, and plenty of uh, main draw action, but all abilities as well featuring throughout the event, which is just fantastic. Let's talk about the all abilities and more specifically blind tennis because you've been heavily promoting that and we just wanted to talk about how that all became about because you've been very passionate about this and creating the awareness for blind tennis because it's been such an important part, particularly for a lot of people with low vision. I think many of us are aware and and the public and sport-loving public that they're probably aware of some other spaces that are, have been really popular and highlighted in the past, such as wheelchair tennis or Dylan Alcott. But I tell you what, I'm just incredibly proud to partner with MasterCard to shine a light on blind and low vision tennis. They're really getting behind it. I had the fortunate opportunity about a month ago to play some tennis with one of our leading blind and low vision players, Courtney Wiebeck, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. I, I wore full vision goggles, which basically meant I I had no sight whatsoever and and my skill level was non-existent. I was really like a fish out of water and it just highlighted to me the incredible athletes that participate already in blind low vision tennis and their skill level within the sport. It's a sport that's growing. We want to make sure that more people are aware of it, they're educated about it and there are different categories um, depending on the amount of vision or, or lack of vision in terms of whether players get one bounce two bounces or three bounces, and it's really safe too. The balls are nice and soft. They obviously have bells inside them so that athletes can hear them whistle through the air and know when they're going to impact the ground. But it's a sport we want more people to come and try, kids, adolescents, adults, we're really shining a light on blind and low vision tennis throughout the Australian Open. So when you had the simulated glasses on, what were some of the things that you experienced? When you think back and reflect on when you're on court and you were you were standing there and you you were ready to you know to play and you were hearing the ball come yeah. back, what were some of the your initial uh, thoughts and impressions that were coming yeah. into your mind and the things that you experienced that you may not have ever realised before that others probably experience when they are participating. I was trying to hit with Courtney at the time, so we were in a blacked-out kind of stadium, and I obviously had the goggles on at the same time. And, well, to be honest with you, it was disconcerting, and it was scary, and it was difficult, and I found it difficult to know where I was spatially. I felt um, uncertain of myself. I, I didn't feel safe. I kept feeling like I was going to run into something. So it's really opened my eyes the blind and low vision space full stop take tennis and, and high level sports out of it everyday people who contend with the lack of vision and perhaps what some of their struggles may be like and I found it really difficult to, to do it to do a simple um, action such as a forehand and connect with the ball it was impossible for me I, I've I mean fortunately through my career did rely on my sight to compete in tennis and at a very high level and I needed tap into other senses, my hearing, trust in my own ability, um, and I wasn't so good at it, and I, I wasn't good at all at rallying against Courtney, and, and she was quite phenomenal with her skill level and her ability. It's given me a, a newfound, and I think a very, um, just a wider appreciation for people who uh, do suffer with blindness and, and difficult with their vision. 
and that ability to cover the court too, Alicia, because obviously there's so many movements. We talk about the agility, the athleticism, uh, being able to do different things at various times when you normally play. There are uh, You've got to also adapt to those other similarities too with the glasses on. So there's a, there's a whole other lot of challenges at the same point in time, Not only, and you're thinking about what sort of shot you want to play. Yeah, it's um, and that is where you know, Kathy really, really focusing on hearing uh, helped me um, when I was able to focus a little bit more on that, pick up the ball a little earlier. But of course, there is, um, you know, there is tennis, which is for deaf, hard of hearing as well. So it's it's a sport that you know can be enjoyed and played with with varied abilities, varied accessibility, and I think tapping into those different senses. So it's, yeah, it was incredibly eye-opening. I mean, it sounds crazy, but for me, um, just to see, I keep talking about the skill level, the time it took me to be comfortable in in that sort of scenario, um, or in fact, I didn't probably reach that level of comfort because something I I take for granted was, was taken away from me on that day in terms of trying to compete with Courtney. Yeah, a huge appreciation. I'd like to get, along with many others, Tennis Australian Blind and Low Vision Tennis, the awareness out there. And to let everyone know that they'll be accepted into our sport of tennis. If they do choose to try it, they'll be welcomed. It'll be a safe space and a safe place. And we'll make sure their experience their first time around is a really positive one. And they will enjoy it. And I bet their bottom dollar they'll come back for more tennis. Even if they don't like tennis, they haven't watched tennis in the past, I guarantee it'll be something that they want to have another crack at. So we want everyone to really give blind and low vision tennis a go and just see where it takes you. It could just make the Australian team. Tennis Australia has really prided itself on being very inclusive and in particular with the wheelchair tennis. They've also now, with the blind tennis, they've also become a great, a great provider with this. Can you, within Australia, can you see this potentially going globally in terms of being a something that we can really you know, bring together the whole of the, the tennis family around the world and, and really unite and have that inclusiveness uh, worldwide? Yes, because I think, you know, my experience through learning more about the athletes, Courtney, Mick, you know, Phoebe Ross, who I've had contact with over the last couple of weeks in tennis, you know, they want better competition. They want more interstate competitions. They want more tournaments. They want global level events. So I think that's probably something that sets Australia and in particular Melbourne and the Australian Open apart is that it really is a trailblazer in this space and it's highlighting these wonderful sports and the accessibility to them. And I certainly hope from a tennis perspective that um, other nations and certainly Grand Slam nations who you know have the resources and have the funds really embrace this same diverse nature to showcasing tennis for all abilities. Um, you mentioned wheelchair tennis has been a real feature, but um, there is a PWII, um, people with intellectual impairment, happening later in the Australian Open. We certainly hope that the tournament in the blind and low vision space grows, and so do other areas as well, those for autism and those for deaf and hard of hearing too. So we, we want them to be global competitions, um, you know, and provide also a platform for other individuals around the world to, to see something that we do here at the Australian Open and with athletes such as Courtney and Mick and, and, and want to follow suit because I think the more people we have participating in the sport, you know, the more more 
blind and low vision tennis players that will be created. And they'll have wonderful opportunities, hopefully, to travel in the future and contest events and be part of teams. And, you know, it's, it's positive for their well-being. Everyone that I've spoken to that participates in the sport has told me that it's given them a different perspective and an outlook in terms of positivity in their lives and looking forward to something all the time, which is just fantastic. And when we think about blind tennis, the corporate support that MasterCard have given, they've, they're very good in the way they get behind things. Yeah, it's, look, it's, first of all, it's phenomenal from MasterCard, the fact that they are throwing their support, not just support, but funds behind this sport and, and helping it grow and supporting it and really shining a light on low and, and low vision tennis. And I'm proud to say that, you know, I, I do partner with them in terms of an ambassador role and they're talking the talk and walking the walk and so many sporting fields and at various organisations, there is a lot of talk about inclusion and diversity. But I think when a leader like MasterCard takes that gigantic step forward on the public stage um, and amongst Australians, I think it really will see a greater shift in the future from them being a leader here because it's it's what Australians want to see. We want to see sport as accessible as possible. Brilliant. I, I also have the opportunity to. Uh, they're launching the touch cards you mentioned in, in very shortly, but um, I had the opportunity also to to fill those those nodules within the cards. And gee whiz, what a way to promote independence, you know, and safety and independence around finance. It's just quite phenomenal. So yeah, really proud of Mastercard and, and the Australian Open, as you mentioned. Just what leaders phenomenal. Yeah, really important space that they've been involved with and a great partner in Tennis Australia to be involved with and continuing to grow and we want them to continue to grow and get continue to promote blind tennis and tennis as a whole because Tennis Australia is certainly doing some great things. A person that has done some great things over a long period of time is someone that you know very well and that is uh, Sam Stozer, Alicia, and she's finally decided that that's it and time yeah. to move on. It must be uh, a very sad Sad time, but also one to celebrate what was an outstanding career. I'm sure you got some really uh, kind words to say on her retirement uh, as she farewells uh, you know, professional tennis. It's been a brilliant career for Sam Stozer, and she has uh, planned a retirement party from tennis after the Australian Open, which I've been invited to. I will definitely be there for a wind down drink, and what a career to be celebrated. I had the fortunate yeah, ability to play in the throughout the era of Sam Stowe, one of the hardest workers on tour, gave everything of herself, um, but an, above all, an incredible human being. And I think that's what really I'd like to talk to about Sam Stowe. But, you know, she has other dreams and plans too. She does share a child with her partner, Liz. They would like more children. So, you know, there are other really important things to come for her in the future. And finally, as we wrap up, you must be just thrilled about the whole Melbourne Park experience over the final two weeks. Yeah, it's going to be phenomenal. And look, so many of the seeds out now that it will be really interesting to see who can grab the titles. I think, it, uh, you know, Novak's obviously forged, has been forging ahead and so many wonderful players. But I, I'm just really surprised by the crowds throughout the Australian Open. Um, there seems to be more people visiting the gates than ever before. So I think now that the Open is genuinely open, full crowds are back and it's just been a really phenomenal event.
Alicia, we really appreciate your time here on Vision Australia Radio, Vision Sports. We appreciate everything you do for blind tennis and, more importantly, coming on and talking about your involvement in promoting and creating the awareness and encouraging others to get out there at the grassroots level and have a go. That's what we say on this station. Get out there, participate, have a go, enjoy it. Uh, Blind tennis is a big part of the Tennis Australia experience. And thanks for joining us on Vision Australia Radio. Well, thanks for having me, and thanks for spreading the word about the sport as well. I appreciate it. Australian tennis, great. Alicia Mollick joining us. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.